Good morning. Since I've been doing the broadcast for Epite Lutotipi, I've been trying to bring the most useful information to combat addiction. I support anybody acquiring behavioral health services or addiction services from wherever they see fit. There is one source of help that I talk a lot about, and it's a source of help that is accessible for everybody. It is the most natural form of help and the most powerful at the same time. It is a resource that Native people have been using around the world since the beginning of time. In today's broadcast, I'm going to talk more about this internal resource. My name is Roland Martin. I am a drug and alcohol counselor with Epete Luta Otipi. Later on this broadcast, I'll provide more information about Epete Otipi's services, as I have talked about plenty of times in previous broadcasts. When I think of addiction, I think of trauma. I do not see an addiction problem. I see a trauma problem resulting in an addiction problem. The abuse of alcohol and drugs is an attempt to make things better, to escape what is felt, to alleviate the pain. And because the pain is persistent, there is a persistent need to continue to use alcohol and drugs, which only exasperates the problem with devastating effects on individuals, family, and society. Trauma could be viewed as the causation, and the effect could be seen as the addiction. I do work with the effects like addiction, how to stop drinking, but I put a lot of emphasis on the causation level, which is the trauma, the pain felt within. This is the work of healing. I am forever trying to better understand healing. What is healing? Where does it occur? How does it occur? What are we healing? And what's the best way to do this? The addictions counselor within me, with the education and credentials, looks at the scientific research, the evidence-based practice, the best practices available, and I use them within my field of work. There is one evidence-based practice that has an underlying foundation that closely resembles or functions similar to what is found in our pathways of healing related to the spiritual realm. It is called mindfulness. The practice of mindfulness in its roots is the same foundation found within Middle Eastern people, Eastern people, Native people around the world throughout time. When I say mindfulness, I can say stillness. These two words are interchangeable. When I Google mindfulness, here's what I get. Open quote. Mindfulness is the practice of purposefully focusing one's attention on the present moment and accepting it without judgment. It is often used as a therapeutic technique to manage stress, anxiety, and other mental health issues. By cultivating mindfulness, individuals can become more aware of their thoughts, feelings, and surroundings, allowing themselves, excuse me, allowing them to respond to situations with greater clarity and awareness. End quote. This practice draws from the resource from within the individual, within their own mind. Mind is on the spiritual realm. I see mindfulness as a spiritual practice. It is about learning how to take the journey within. Mindfulness can occur in a meditative state or it can occur in our everyday actions. Just as we go through our day, we become mindful. Through practice and over time, we learn how to focus our attention on the present moment. Whatever it is that we are doing, no matter who we're talking to, whatever it is, even if we're upset, doesn't matter. And we accept the present moment without judgment. We become aware of our thoughts, feelings, and surroundings.
there are different ways of practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is very simple, very easy to understand, very easy to do, and it has great benefits. As far as I'm concerned, it is the truest form of healing, as it goes right to the causation level of what we see to be our problems. If you are tired of being a certain way, feeling certain things, re-experiencing patterns in life you're tired of, if you're tired of feeling a certain way and just would like to feel some peace, try doing the practice of mindfulness. Try it throughout your day. Be persistent. The next day, keep trying it. In time, you will feel the effects you want. The effects you feel will be very powerful, very validating, and you know you're on the right path. You can Google or YouTube how to do mindfulness. It's pretty simple. For example, when you're walking someplace, just become very aware of the moment. Your steps, the way your hands move, what's on the ground or the floor, what do you hear around you, what type of temperature do you feel in the environment, what do you see around you. If you're outside, become very aware of the sun, the clouds, the trees, whatever it is, and just hold that present moment as you are walking, however far you walk, wherever you are walking. If you are making food, do the same. Just be very aware of what's in your hands, what are you working with, whatever it is that you are making, become very aware of that moment as you make the food. Whatever type of work you do, become very aware of that moment how you're doing the work. If you're in the moment, you're not reminiscing about the past, what could have been, should have been, who did what, how this happened. That just brings more misery, and there's no real solutions sometimes. It's a guaranteed way to continue the misery. Be mindful of, I am replaying the past, stuck in a loop, leading to more anxiety, worry, and pain. When you're in the present moment, nor are you worrying about the future, having anxiety over what possibly is to come. We spend so much time in endless loops over the past or the future and just create more misery for ourselves. I have clients report very good results, having a very good day, just staying in the present moment. And the reality is, all we have is now anyway. The past and the future are both man-made. They don't really exist. In the human experience, we're conditioned to believe in the past and the future. We are creating our own self-imposed prison of misery when we spend so much time on the past or the future, all the while not even realizing we're doing it. We get so used to doing it, we think this is just the way life is, miserable. Learn what it means to have discipline of the mind. If a painful event of the past, a bad memory just keeps coming and you can't stop it, then practice being with the past in a mindful way. In other words, you don't push away the past from coming. You let it flow. Accept it completely. A difficult memory will come and you just look at it. You are the observer. Even if this memory is about you, as the memory replays itself, you are not the one in the memory. You are the observer, watching the memory just flow through. There may be difficult emotions with this memory then you just watch it. You're the observer. Even when the emotions are felt, you are not the emotion. You are observing the emotion. As you feel the emotion, you're still the observer. And as you watch this memory play by like a movie reel, you don't do this alone. Figuratively, 
sitting next to you is the memory of wholeness, the memory of oneness. This memory is and has always been within you. You can not destroy or change your essence in oneness. We can cover up our essence with illusions of separation. Illusions have no effect on the truth. We never left the heart and mind of the Creator in oneness. The memory of oneness remains within us. It is what is truth within the stillness of the mind. Truth basically dissolves problems. Big ones, small ones, doesn't matter because they are basically based in illusions. So within your mind, you allow this difficult memory to unfold like a movie reel and let it play. As it's doing this, figuratively sitting next to you is the memory of oneness, the wholeness. And as you watch this, you are the observer. Even though this memory you have may have you in it, you are still the one observing this memory flow by. And as this memory flows by, very important to remember, no judgment, no thinking, no involvement with the memory as it flows by. In doing this, you are in the stillness of the mind at that moment. This often takes practice because it's difficult for us to not just be an observer. We want to judge. We want to blame. We want to cast judgment on somebody. We want to think solutions, actions, what to do. If you find yourself doing that, then you're not in the stillness of the mind. Within the stillness is very, very powerful healing. It's a letting go. It's a letting go of what is unreal, of what is illusionary. In my previous broadcast, I talk a lot about what is illusionary and why it's illusion. Within the stillness of the mind, we are bringing what is false, illusionary, to the truth. Native spiritual understanding around the world throughout time and expressed through black elk is the understanding of oneness. We are spirit before coming into this human experience. We are spirit now believing we're human. When we are done here, our awareness becomes only spirit. We never left spirit. The real world or causation realm is spirit. The physical world is not our natural place. It's an experience. We're only here for a little while. In the nature of spirit, our essence is oneness. There's only one. One spirit, one mind. What we can do is believe ourselves to be individuals, to believe ourselves to be a body. And in a human experience, how could we ever know the difference? It's all we ever known was a body. Through the belief of individualism, we have different genetics, different races, different hair colors, different skin color, different cultures, different land, different belief systems. And in this experience, we're very individual. There's nobody like me. There's nobody like you. And we very much like this individualized experience. So for that reason, we don't want to give it up even if the price is a very painful experience. Because as a body, we're abused, neglected, rejected, attacked, beaten, killed, devalued, neglected, oppressed, marginalized, experience, acts of genocide, etc. For some, the individualized experience as a body is very pleasurable. It works until it doesn't work. We don't get through this experience without moments of loss, grief, hurt, attack, victimization, etc. Typically, later in life, for some of us, we look for something else, something more. And we intuitively understand it is within. 
and not to be found out there in the world around us. We understand the path is a spiritual journey within. And the only way to make this journey is to still the mind, to quiet it. In other words, we put aside what is false. We put aside what has been acquired here. The conditioned mindset of the individual, the self, the I, that likes to speak a lot, that likes to talk a lot, that likes to reason, it likes to judge, place blame someplace, it likes to analyze. All of that needs to be still and quiet because only in that stillness can we start to receive what is true and what is true about our nature of existing in wholeness, oneness. Logic and reasoning cannot be applied to it. It's beyond our understanding. But what it will do is release us from the belief that we're abused, neglected, abandoned, rejected, devalued, not loved, unimportant, guilty, shameful, etc. All of the things that are experienced as an individualized self in a body. The truth of oneness will never ever fix anything around us in the physical world. It cannot possibly reach into an illusion and fix what is unreal. It cannot fix what does not exist. Within stillness, we release what is illusionary. If we release it, we are releasing problems. We are letting go of things that bother us. It is a correction of perception, a correction of uh, understanding of how we see things. And within the correction of the vision within our mind, not our eyes, our eyes don't see anything, it's in our mind. Our vision within the mind, it's about how we perceive ourselves and the world. When this perception is corrected, we have a, a sense of relief, a sense of happiness, a sense of peace, because we no longer carry that which is painful, the belief that we're abandoned, abused, um, devalued, neglected, unloved, guilty. Through the development and practice of a mindfulness way of being, once this happiness, this peace is experienced, is very powerful, very validating, and you know you're on the right path. We understand the wisdom of not trying to fix the past. We're not trying to fix what's around us within the physical world because we understand that's not the problem. We are never upset about facts. We're upset about our interpretation of a fact. It's how we look at stuff. It's how we perceive it. We're not trying to fix the world. We're trying to fix how we perceive the world, how we understand it. Now, I've provided some basis for this type of healing based upon native thought around the world and based upon Black Elk's teachings in his book about oneness. And what I'm talking about here today is nothing new that I've made up. This is basic teachings that is has been around the world forever. And just very, very recently, therapeutic treatment modalities have picked up the idea of mindfulness. Today, in a therapeutic sense, they call it mindfulness. Well, this is nothing more than something that's been around forever in Native people. For example, when they write about Crazy Horse in the books, it's always he's always described as being alone in nature. That's a very mindfulness way of being. Or what I really should say, it is a natural world way of being. Through the desire to feel better, the desire to be happy, we learn how to practice daily how to be still. We learn what it means to be the observer. We allow anything, good or bad, painful or happy, to float through in our memory, and we're the observer from a distance. We're watching it. Even if we are the one in the memory, 
we still just watch it observing without any judgment, without any concepts, without any blame, without any involvement in the memory. We just sit back and watch it with the memory of wholeness right next to us, the memory of oneness. Because in that memory of oneness is the presence of perfect peace, calm, love, acceptance. This is the state of being that we can have with us in our everyday life. The source of the happiness comes from within, not anything external. It's not about how much money you make, what kind of car you drive, what kind of people you hang around, what kind of clothes you wear. It has nothing to do with that. The great sense of happiness and peace is from within inside. If we chase and go after and seek and try to acquire things in the physical world, it will never work. It will never be enough. You may find temporary pleasure and happiness in something, some object, or even a relationship. But that is temporary. Relationships break down for numerous reasons. Bodies get sick and die. If we acquire any material possession, it takes a lot of energy and effort to sustain it. And then the newness of it wears off and we want something else, something different, a new experience. We're looking in the wrong place. If there's an emptiness, it's because it's inside and we can't fill it with anything material. This has everything to do with addiction work. In fact, it goes far beyond addiction work. If we perceive that we got a problem in the world, people, relationships, situations, then we think the solution is in the world also. And we go about trying to fix it in the world, and it never really works. Even if we do get some results, there's always a new situation coming along. One war sets the stage for the next war. Within our culture is our strength. And one of the strongest cultural icons we have is Black Elk. There are many other holy men from other tribes that say the same thing. The pathway into this healing is completely in your hands. Within the stillness of the mind, we are the observer. And the observer is conscious awareness. Within the stillness of the mind, there is no therapist, there's no counselor, there's no holy man, there's nothing there. No thought, no concepts, nothing. This includes your own self-image, who you are. You don't even have a name in the center of the stillness. You have no history. You have no past. You have no body. You have no culture. You have no ritual practice. You have no prayer to offer. The only thing there is, is the observer. You are the observer. And the memory of wholeness, oneness. When I say the observer, I'm talking about you as the watcher. You're watching. You're observing memories come by because all of these things I just mentioned are grounded in and come from the illusionary state of individualism, the illusionary state of the self, the I. What is illusionary and what is true cannot be held in the same space within the mind at the same time. Your mind can have one or the other, not both. You can't have darkness and light in the same space. Because they cannot be held in the same space at the same time, one must go. What goes, what leaves, is the illusion. Illusions have no effect on what is true. What I spoke about today is difficult to get because it basically requires a whole new frame of reference on how to look at stuff, how to understand our human experience, how to look upon the spiritual realm. Everything I spoke about today is a resource within inside you. Everybody has it. As far as I'm concerned, and many others around the world, it is the most powerful form of healing, most powerful form of awakening. This is all I have for today. 
To hear this broadcast again, you can find it on Spotify. Look under Native Addiction Healing. The name of this episode is Within the Stillness. I will repeat again where this episode could be found at the end of this broadcast. My name is Roland Martin. I am a drug and alcohol counselor. I work with Empete Luto Otipi. The services provided by Empete Luto Otipi are alcohol and drug evaluations, DUI, DWI education classes, outpatient groups, aftercare and recovery support groups, medication-assisted treatment, and parenting classes. We have offices in Martin. The phone number is 605-685-6400. Pine Ridge, 605-867-5595. Kyle, 605-455-2331. Wombly, 605-462-6481. And my location in Sweat, 605-685-1582. This broadcast can be found on Spotify, Look under Native Addiction Healing. The name of this episode is Within the Stillness. Thank you for listening.